Welcome to AUSA's Army Matters Podcast, focusing on what's important to the total Army community. We bring vital Army conversations and interviews on issues relevant to soldiers, military families, and all of you amazing Army supporters. Rotating each week, our show includes Soldier Today, Leading Great Teams, Family Voices, and Thought Leaders. Let's tune into the show. Thank you for the heartfelt message and all the goodies. It has been a long nine months on this deployment, and it means a great deal to all of us. Shows no matter how long we're gone, we are not forgotten. I won't lie and say it has been easy for us not being with our families. It's good to know that people actually do care about what we do and why we are here. The volunteers who took their time to pack and ship these boxes will always hold a small part of my heart. The people who donated these items. It filled my heart with joy knowing there are people out there who will go out of their way to help the service members out here. You made me fight harder for the good people of America. Keep up what you're doing. Hope you all stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Daly. And welcome to today's episode of Army Matters. Back in 2003, our family was stationed at Fort Carson, Colorado, and my husband had just left for Iraq. I had so many emotions and thoughts running through my head. I was already missing him so much. I remember just standing there, looking around and wondering, what do I do first? And then there was a knock at my door. I opened the door and it was another military spouse. She smiled warmly and introduced herself, and then she invited my son and I to go for a walk with her and her children. After a really sweet chat, she handed me a card, and then she said to me, I just wanted to reach out and let you know we are all here to support each other. If you need anything, I wrote my contact information on your card. Just reach out to me anytime. I can't tell you how thankful and comforting that was to me and how grateful I am to her. You know, it's those little moments where someone helps someone out in times of difficulty. These moments that we'll be discussing in today's episode and focusing on gratitude. Some small objects or chats that make a huge difference in someone's life. We have two incredible guests today. First off is Major General Retired James Johnson the CEO of Operation Gratitude, and he will talk about how the organization sends out over 100,000 care packages to service members every year. And then joining us is Dr. Elena Hansen from an organization called CHAMP, and she will discuss science of gratitude and share some interesting research she's reviewed and conducted. But first, I'd like to welcome my co-host for today's episode, Marie McConville, the spouse of the Chief of Staff of the Army. Welcome back to the show, Maria. And to get started, I'd like to ask, do you mind telling us about something in your past that you are grateful for? Thanks, Holly. Thanks for hosting me again. I'm so excited to talk about this with you and our guests. I am grateful for my parents and the upbringing that I had and my father um, 
really focused on education. So he paid for all six of us to go to college. And at the time, I just thought that was normal that everybody's parents paid for them to go to college, right? And it wasn't until later that I really learned how uh, that's not the case and how special that was. You can't see this, but please know that Maria was smiling as she shared that story. And I love seeing that. Our first guest, Major General Retired James Johnson, comes from a military family with both his father and now son in the service. He himself spent over 31 years in the Air Force before he became the CEO of Operation Gratitude. This is an incredible organization I can't wait to find out more about. Welcome to the show, sir. To start off, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, thank you, Holly. I appreciate so much being invited to the show. I served for over 31 years in our U.S. Air Force after graduating from college. Uh, I joined the military and was privileged to serve for those years. And it was during that time that um, I fulfilled a number of different missions, operations, logistics, uh, human resources, talent management. Uh, at the end of my career, I was really engaged in the resilience uh, component of my assignments. And so, yeah, a wide range of assignments uh, across a number of years. So, James, what then inspired you to serve in the military? I think was connected to the fact that my father served in the Army for 20 years. And so my experiences following him around as we went through the different posts you know, you make new friends, go to new schools. You're part of the Dependent Youth Association. I grew up uh, experiencing all of that. I just felt part of a community. And so it was really, it felt natural for me. I imagine that's why a lot of service members, uh, children uh, are, they gravitate toward the military because they they understand that sense of community and uh, what that's like. I think like a lot of uh, young Americans, I share a desire to really be a part of something special, something bigger than myself, something that was really contributing in our society. And a year ago, you joined another community when you became the CEO of the Operation Gratitude. Can you tell us a bit more about what the organization does? So our mission is to honor those who serve, honor the military and our first responders, and we do that by offering opportunities Uh, for grateful Americans to express that gratitude. We have a number of programs. One program would be that we get a care package in the hand of of every uh, service member graduating from boot camp or basic training. We put a care package in the hand of every service member who's deploying, a care package in the hand of every service member who's uh, separating or retiring. And then we also have programs that put a care package in the hands of our post-service veterans. Uh, as well as families. You know, we have one of our care packages as a stuffed bear. We call it the battalion buddy. And that's a bear that's that's sent to the deployer before they deploy that they can present to their child. So while they're gone, their child will have that bear with them. So many letters that we get back from recipients tell us about how powerful that care package was for them, that typically it showed up at at just the right moment. The number of letters I've read that say, wow, I got this at just the right moment. I needed this. It's really amazing. Those letters must be amazing and inspiring to read through. You'd be surprised at the stories that, uh, that we receive related to the care packages. You know, one letter wasn't actually a letter I received. There's a lady, she runs a a radio show, a talk show, and she wrote a letter Uh, back in, I think, around 2005 or so. 
And uh, she's now married to the person that received her letter. So I think, you know, when you, you think about how powerful these letters can be, and, and it's everything from a small child just saying thank you uh, or putting a stick figure on a, on a postcard. I mean, you know, I, I have some of those that are saved where it's just a small child's drawing. And what it tells me is, one, that the child's character was being developed probably by an adult. Um, and the adult was sharing with them how important it is to show gratitude. And um, and I think that's just really powerful for our next generation to continue to to have that in their character. I understand you received a letter yourself while in the Air Force that made a big difference in your life. Can you tell us a bit about that? It was actually in the 90s. I was a young captain and I was leading uh, a force and we were on a strategic intertheater deployment where we would essentially take a number of those aircraft out and support operations throughout Asia. And I was in Diego Garcia, a small island in the Indian Ocean at the time. My commander, he knew that I was leading a challenging group. And we had a number of missions that were coming down for us that were uh, short notice and high visibility. And so I, th- I think he just looked ahead at, at what was coming. Well, his letter came at just the right moment for me. It was Colonel Mike Strauss. He won't be surprised to hear that. He was my squadron commander that just made a difference in my life. He, as a leader, changed the trajectory of my career in the way that he inspired me. And that little vignette about the letter that I received was just one example of many that he did that really was important in my in my life and my family's life. Because when my family, when my wife heard about the letter, what do you think that did for her spirits? And James, I think that the whole premise of your organization is wonderful, but what would you say have been or are the biggest challenges with Operation Gratitude? I think the challenge has been for us and continues to will be um, for the foreseeable future, really getting that word out there that this opportunity exists, both for the volunteers uh, who can really make a tremendous impact on our ability to service all those programs you know, we have uh, hundreds of thousands of, of volunteers across the country. We'll need a lot more. Last year, we did uh, over 100,000 care packages. But really, to to get a care package in the hands of all of those that I highlighted, we'll need to send out over a million care packages a year. That's the vision for this company that we're really excited about. But it'll really require uh, so many more grateful Americans. And I think they'll be there. We just need to get the word out. Sir, a million care packages. Wow, that's an impressive goal. I love the ambition you've got for the organization. Yeah, so it really all emanates from our origin story. It was that moment in uh, after 9-11, you know, we had troops and soldiers were heading over overseas and a soldier happened to be going through the military lounge in LAX. And he was in town because his mother had passed away. He was back for the funeral. His infant child had passed away prior to that. And then his wife had left him. And so here he was distraught. And, you know, I just think of him representing anyone, right? That we all have a story in our life, right? We will have ups and downs in our life. But when he was at that moment and he's preparing to go over and serve on our behalf in the Middle East, and he's turned to to Carolyn Blaschick, our founder, and he said, you know, I'm, I'm going over to the war. I don't think I'm coming back. And I don't think anyone cares. And it was really in that moment that our mission was born because Carolyn, 
after 9-11, she was looking for any opportunity to serve, and she found her way into that moment. And I think she represents all volunteers who look at our service members and think, you're serving on our behalf. How could you not know that we care about what you do, that what you do matters? You're a part of a team and what you do matters. And so, um, so that was then. And now our vision is that we will take all that she started and really uh, exploded over the last 20 years and ensure that we are going to put a care package in the hands of all those communities, both at basic training and at and deployers and when they're separating, retiring and, and in their post-service life, because we don't want them to forget that they were part of a team and that what they did matters. Carolyn sounds like an incredible woman. Is she still working with you now? So today she's an advisor for me and for our board of directors. She has 20 years of experience really leading the company before I came on. She was a lawyer before that, an attorney. It was just out of the goodness of her heart that she decided when she was faced with that opportunity that she was going to go home and send four care packages. She had no connection to the military. And I think that's really important, too, that people don't have to have a connection to the military to appreciate that people are willing to raise their hands and do something like serving their nation. And she did that. She went home. She got four care packs. She actually had to find people in a grocery store to find out if they had somebody deployed that she could send the care packages to. And then it just it really exploded. Part of it's because, you know, she, she has that sort of charisma. But, you know, if you talk to her husband, it, it really filled their whole living room. Things started coming from all over the country. It was poured out onto the front porch. Uh, she met a a service member who connected her with the local armory and that uh, guard armory allowed them to start doing the care uh, package assembly events there. They would have a thousand people show up on a Saturday, right? That's the power of what Carolyn did in those early years and, and really getting to a point where we are today, where we have the sort of presence we have. So yeah, she's a really unique person. If you go online, you'll find a YouTube. You may have done this, but if you go online, look for Carolyn Blaschick and put in Mark Hurtling. He was a division commander at the time and and she wrote to him or she contacted him and said she'd like to get the names of his service members over there because she wanted to send the care packages. And we put, you know, she wanted to put all their names on their package because that's also pretty meaningful to see your name. And he said, I don't think you know who I am. I have 35,000 soldiers. And she said, I don't think you know who I am. I can send 35,000 care packages. And she did. She's a unique, uh, special person. So James, as you know, I had the opportunity to pack. It felt like a million boxes, but it probably wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There were some items that were donated by companies, but there was also handmade items as well. And so I guess um, my question would be, how would people, if they have something that they make, how would they get involved in volunteering if they were interested? At our website is the hub for the information at operationgratitude.com to find out where we're having our next assembly events. And we do them across the country. There, We just don't have a persistent presence. So this last weekend, we were in New York doing uh, an assembly event. Uh, this next weekend, we'll be down in North Carolina doing one. Continue to come to operationgratitude.com to see where they're taking place. And then you can also find uh, information about how you can tr- contribute, whether it's writing a letter or knitting a hat on our Operation Gratitude in Action Facebook site, and you'll see just a wonderful community of truly generous people who are uplifting each other and providing uh, some of those wonderful things for our care packages. But there are also things that are donated through Amazon that you can find on operationgratitude.com as well. So there are various ways to get involved. 
James, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast to tell us more about Operation Gratitude. We now have to take a quick break, but when we return, social scientist Elena Hansen will be here to talk about the science of gratitude, as well as the interesting bit about letters of affection. Did you know, as a member of AUSA, you have access to many benefits. From car rental to entertainment discounts, the opportunities are ample. Visit AUSA.org benefits to learn more. Welcome back to Army Matters. We're talking about gratitude today, and I'm now excited to welcome Dr. Elaine Hansom to the show. Elaine is a social fitness scientist with the Henry M. Jackson Foundation for the Advancement of Military Medicine in collaboration with CHAMP. She is an expert on using research to create new leadership and team dynamics. Welcome to Army Matters, Elena. Can you start off by telling us a bit about yourself? And do you need to start off with a disclaimer? Yes, thank you so much for the welcome. I just wanted to disclose that any opinions and assertions expressed today are my own, and they do not reflect the official policy or position of the Uniformed Services University the Department of Defense, or the Henry M. Jackson Foundation. So to answer your question, I am originally from Ohio. I attended Miami University for my undergraduate degree. I moved out to California and attended San Diego State University for my master's degree. While I was there, I worked with Dr. Perry Pauly, and he helped me dive deeper into my interest of interpersonal and family communication. He became a really great friend to me throughout my graduate school years. And fast forward after graduation, he was the officiant when I got married to my husband in our backyard during our pandemic wedding. (laughs) After all of that, I moved to Arizona and attended Arizona State University for my doctorate degree. How did you get interested in social fitness? It seems like a rather niche subject, but something becoming so vital in life. The very first course I took in college was interpersonal communication. And I always tell the story that it was love at first lecture. The idea that I could study relationships and social connections really fascinated me in college. And that's part of the reason why I continued on in graduate school. The idea of talking about relationships, the theories behind why we interact the way we do with our social connections was a really great way to connect with students. Because relationships are something all humans have an innate need for. It sounds like you have had a passion for studying and teaching your entire life. Am I right? Yeah, so I am the oldest of three girls, and we played school a lot growing up, and I was always the teacher. My sisters were never allowed to be the teacher. (laughs) It was always me. So, yes, it's been probably since the beginning a life goal of mine. And now you are working with some fantastic people at CHAMP, CHAMP, which is short for the Consortium for the Health and Military Performance. Can you tell us more about it and what do you do there? CHAMP is a Department of Defense Center of Excellence housed within the Uniform Services University in Bethesda, Maryland. CHAMP aims to be the Department of Defense's best resource for evidence-based information on human performance optimization to improve the performance and resilience of our service members and their families. We translate and disseminate timely, accurate, scientifically-based information to commanders, warfighters, medical personnel, and researchers. 
I am a part of a team of scientists, specialists, and support staff who translate research into evidence-based resources to help service members and their families achieve total fitness and optimize performance. It's a combination of psychological, social, behavioral, nutritional, spiritual, and physical fitness, or what we call total force fitness. My role on the team is the social fitness scientist, which means that I create and oversee all content in the social fitness realm. It's a degree to which you assess, build, and optimize the relationships and interactions you have with others. So the connections that you build with family members, friends, teammates, and those in in your community are key to your overall health and your ability to perform and be at your best. Since we're all talking about gratitude, is there any research into the effects of gratitude? Yeah, so there is a lot of research on the science of gratitude, and I feel like it is kind of a hotter topic just because of COVID and the idea that people are feeling especially loneliness during that time. I do look at it routinely so that I can create new content and new resources. I have not conducted any research on gratitude myself personally, but my dissertation did focus on affectionate communication and letter writing between military spouses or military significant others and their deployed service member. So affectionate communication and gratitude do play a lot into each other of just affection is how you show that you care about another person. And gratitude is very closely in line with that. Can you tell us more about this dissertation research? It sounds really fascinating. Okay. Well, this is a tricky question because my dissertation is not published yet. But an inside scoop is that one of my findings was that significant others who wrote affectionate letters to their deployed service member actually became a lot more secure in their relationships. So a lot of times when a service member is deployed, the at-home significant other can become really insecure. What is that person doing when I'm not there? Who are they talking to? How am I going to get through this alone? And so by writing those letters, they felt a lot more secure and a lot more satisfied in their relationship. And I think the key, though, is that those letters didn't even have to be sent. So the only person who read the letters was me. They'd never sent them to the person. They could if they wanted to, but it was just sent to me. So it's the idea that just writing yourself by expressing gratitude, that other person doesn't even need to hear it, but they should hear it. It's way better when they hear it. Oh, yes. Thanks for telling us that. It's great to know, Elena. We learned a lot today about the effects of gratitude, and I believe CHAMP is overseeing a gratitude campaign this month. Yes. So CHAMP recognizes the importance of gratitude and hosts a gratitude campaign annually during the month of September. So the campaign is going on as we speak. It's called Hashtag Got My Six, and it's a gratitude campaign for service members and their families to thank those who have their backs. For World War II fighter pilots, their six o'clock was the most vulnerable to enemy attack. Got Your Six refers to how those pilots would look out for each other's safety and have each other's backs. Our Got My Six campaign focuses on social support and mental wellness and encourages service members and their families to strengthen their social connections by publicly recognizing the people, places, and things that support their total force fitness. 
Some of my favorite posts thus far have been people thanking their pets because I just love seeing the pictures of their dogs. But you can thank your coworkers, family members, friends, workout buddies, community, really anyone who you think has your back. If you wish to participate in the campaign, follow us on social media at HPRC online. So in the spirit of that, is there someone you'd like to express your gratitude to right now? Someone who's not a family member, but someone you think deserves a shout out? It's really hard to choose one because I do feel like I have a lot of very special people in my life. Um, My friends, um, Carly and Danny, have helped me through a lot in the past couple of years um, in terms of moving and um, just to have those people there for me, even though they both still live in California. And um, yeah, sorry, I'm going to cry now because that's they're just really, really true, genuine friends. And I think if I would have never moved out to California, I would have never met them. So I'm just very grateful for that. Elena, Carly and Danny sound like incredible people, and you're so blessed to have them in your life. And I feel blessed and grateful to have had all of you on today's show. Thank you, James. Thank you, Elena. And thank you, Maria, for joining us today to talk about gratitude. And thanks to everyone for listening. Remember, no matter where you are or what you're doing on your journey, let us here at Army Matters AUSA Family Readiness Directorate be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's professional association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Have a great Army Day. Hua.